Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio. Jerry is off tonight because he went in search of his long-lost mail. I am joined tonight by our version of Dick Grayson, Theo Wolski, as well as our new team member who resembles Beast after a haircut, Jason Bolidio. How are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> wow, okay, okay. Just because uh, all the hair is gone, I get it. Hey, did you say Jerry's looking for his long-lost mail? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was Jason the whole time, but oh. sure. no, no, no. So no, no. So we have that we have that running thing, and and Danielle's the one that kind of started that. Remember, we've got his little nemesis, uh, our commentator on um, our SoundCloud. You know, she dubbed them as Newman. Mm. So he's right. looking for his mail, which he'll probably find at Newman's house. <laughs> Newman, <laughs> exactly. So uh, how you fellas doing tonight? Pretty good. I'm a little excited for uh, this coming weekend, Denver Pop Culture Con, my first Comic Con ever. When did, when did they change that to Pop Culture Con? <laughs> this year, <laughs> because apparently, <laughs> apparently there was this whole thing with San Diego Comic Con and rights to the name of Comic Con. Even uh, Salt Lake Comic Con got in trouble for it. Yeah, I find it kind of strange, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I read up a little bit on it today. I thought it was weird, but it it seems like they're doing it early because normally it's like the same weekend of E3. It was either yeah the weekend of or the weekend after. You know, yeah, usually after as as soon as I get back from LA that it's on and like I don't get to really do it. So while you're there, you got to get the shit Sam guys to kind of come on the podcast. That's your mission in life. The photo ops are a, li- a little on the expensive side. <laughs> well, you you have new limbs for your bow, so I think you're. Hey, I, I got kind of- <laughs> I got those half off. It was a great deal. Okay, uh, I mean so, a little uh, weigh it out, bro. You gotta weigh it yeah. out, man. It's what I mean. Still, it's but it's one fifty uh, bucks for a photo op versus definitely not fifty once, bucks. What's dude? How much are they charging? What's the blue Each moon? one, it, 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 I I signed up for three. On average, each one is one hundred and thirty dollars. Wait, so you're gonna go drop three hundred and thirty bucks just to take a picture? Yup. Okay, so while you're there, get slip Zachary Levi a card and say, "Hey, hey, right, the podcast." Just saying. So speaking of, so speaking of movies. Um, it came out. It came out today that um, they are screen testing uh, two actors now for the role of Batman. One we we think is a bad idea on this podcast of Robert Pattinson. Um, I'm sorry. There's twinkle, there's, twinkle. I mean, he, exactly. He's already in darkness already. Come on, guys. Well, I mean, apparently he's, he's been a really good actor, enough. you know. But you know, I'm, I'm sorry, but. Um, but also Nicholas Holt, who is best known as playing Beast and Hank McCoy in the new X-Men films. Um, they're both screen testing in the full bat suit. Mm. Oh, I see. I see the so, intro now. I see the intro now, Matt. Good time, my boy. My boy. Hey, you should know by now. Usually I, I usually give, you know, Theo the, the you know, the. The moniker, you know, yeah, something we talk about. But have hey, both of us on tonight. I know, no right? Jerry back up. <laughs> and I and I got you both in there. So hey. Um so I I like that they're going with a second actor. Um but 
I don't know if I can picture Nick um, Nicole as as Bruce Wayne or Batman. Uh, I, I, I mean, I don't really think Nick really has like the presence to be yeah. rooting. Yeah. Because he really like, especially in the X Men, like came off as like the nerdy type. He's soft spoken like, in the films. Yeah, uh, but, but I mean, as to his charm and everything, like I yeah. think he might play off a good Bruce Wayne, kind of like I felt Ben Affleck made a good Bruce Wayne, a horrible Batman. Might be the same thing with Nicole. I, I think it's just like both of the candidates right now just does not. They don't feel like they have that like roughness to them. You know, Dude, both. Honestly, you might as well just go back and get George Clooney again. <laughs> Put so on the nipples. Feel, yeah. No, so he can turn with his whole body. Yeah, yes. and, and let's go ahead and, you know, you know, friend, um, friend of the podcast, you know, uh, Jared Fink, he even was talking, I was talking to him on Twitter and he even said, dude, let's bring back nipples on the bat suit at this rate. <laughs> you know, right. so. Um, well, I, I mean, like Nick Holt, I've seen him uh, play a few times before. Uh, I saw, obviously, I saw him in Warm Bodies. Uh, I even knew him when he was back on Skins uh, in the UK. Uh, he has some acting ability, but he just does not have that, like, oh, yeah, no doubt. that, like, scruffiness that you're looking for. He seems, he seems like he'd be a good Bruce, but not a good Batman. Exactly. So now let's move on to some, some happier news in the movie industry. Um, so the report of the next Star Wars movie um, post the Skywalker saga ending is going to be Knights of the Old Republic. So we're talking the original Xbox exclusive game, Knights of the Old Republic. Um, okay. Leda Caligridis, who penned the screenplay for Alita Battle Angel, is writing the screenplay for this. Okay. And it, they're looking at it potentially becoming a trilogy. Mm. Which, honestly, you had one and two, which both were fantastic. We never got a third one. So I, I could see it happening. I mean, Bioware stopped making it after the first one. Um, Obsidian, which is now um, housed within Microsoft as their own, you know, first party studio made the second one. Yeah. So uh, both are good stories. So I, I could see it, you know, kind of go along those lines and then give us a third one or B, just give us a trilogy out of the original Knights of the Royal Public game. And that'd be great because that game was long <laughs> enough anyway. So, um, I mean, it's not like you're biased of Star Wars or anything. Oh, no, I'm just biased <laughs> for Knights of the Old Republic. But it's, it's a fantastic game. Oh, don't it's, lie. Don't. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, honestly, Jay's not, Jay's not here to feed that ego. So. <laughs> yeah, Jerry's Jerry's our you know get down on bended oh, yeah. knee for Star Wars. Um, yep. You know he's already pretty much just, put much put a ring like, on it. Just like he will him. be at E3 to Square Enix. Yep. I'm betting that he he's going to be so, getting on knee saying so sorry. I was, I was talking to our Newman and he said that we should get like if we were able to do it right, have him do like cosplay as Tifa. or get um like poster board that says you know i am sorry square enix you know like the guys on the street corners with like the little uh you know world is ending type poster board so um 
Now, in the realm of you know video games to film adaptations, uh, Sony has announced you know we the formation of PlayStation Productions, which we talked uh, last week about, but they've now announced their first projects. So, uh, Twisted Metal is going to be their first TV project. So, hasn't that been rumor for like? years now yep and Twisted now they're series now they're gonna push forward with it i don't know how they're gonna do that though yeah. i mean it's the car all it is is i mean you already had this in death race you know yeah pretty much but, but it's, i mean like yeah you're gonna get into a little bit more deeper of the characters but you're you're like i don't know how many episodes they're gonna go for mm-hmm. but i don't know you know there's not, there's not like a whole lot. It's like, what are you gonna do? Shoot cars, blow up cars. Cool. What's the next episode? Shoot cars, hey, blow up cars again. <laughs> I mean, I did tweet out at J- uh, David Jaffe to see what his opinion was that it was going to become um, a TV show because he is the creator of Twisted Metal. Um, never heard back from him, but I think it's interesting that they're going with Twisted Metal of all properties to be the first TV show. Mm. Yeah. I mean, like, what other, what other, like, Sony products could you make, like, into a TV we, show? You know what? We struggled with that TV last year. show. Trying yeah. to actually figure well, out. We struggled about movies. We, we sell mo- we movies, but TV not. Show. Yeah, because I mean, I mean we, you have we to go. Like, figure the order for, uh, for a movie. But I mean, you I have know. to do thir- Let's say thirteen. Thirteen the short seasons. Like you have thirteen episodes to like elongate. A game. So wait, hold on. Are you talking short up a short season in terms of real li- real shows? Or are we talking like short season that they just did the Game of Thrones with six episodes? <laughs> well, I mean, like the Game of Thrones. I haven't watched any of it, but I heard that the last season is. <laughs> oh, we just lost like half our listeners. Right <laughs> but uh, I hear like each episode of the last season was like a movie length long. So it was, they were no, off. they were like an hour and a half. I mean, yes. they were an hour and a half, but hour their normal episodes were an movie. hour, anyways. But I will say, to Theo's point about losing half our listeners, we lost half our listeners when you admitted that you play PC with a console controller. Don't care. One. <laughs> Why? Because I don't, keyboard, I don't, ha- I don't have the skills with the mouse, and the keyboard, bro. And he considers himself PC Master that's, Race, Jay. But that's why I never you play said PC. that. I have never once said, said that. You, you guys always PC assume that just because I build my own PCs and do custom water cooling, and I'm badass. I, I mean, you can get like crystal, like frame perfect with that mouse and keyboard, man. Can't do it with the joystick. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of our speaking of our listeners, I got to I got to talk about this. So another listener commented um, what he knows. No Halo. White Walker. Come in, White Walker. We have a mission over. Dang, dude. Bring on the White Walkers. I don't even care. (laughs) Not even salty. Nope. Not when a little freaking 13 year old can take out a freaking Night King and everything. Nope. Not even going to hate. <laughs> For those that haven't seen the final season, that's a spoiler. Anyways, um, I think, you know, honestly, for a short season, I really I can't think of any properties that would be good for a TV show. Really? I mean, I could see the order. 
for a movie. As a TV show. I can see it as a TV show, though, as well. I mean, like, you, you, I mean, you have to go Maybe. through, like, adventure games feel, or sandbox games. I feel like games. would end up being, like, another yeah. Supernatural type of thing. Why not, a man? Show. It'd be another Supernatural. So. Uh, but it still has to be Sony exclusive, right? Yes. For now. Which you struggled with understanding <laughs> yes, that I did. Sure. Sega... You know, Sonic and Assassin's Creed are kind of other studios. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't know for a TV show. Mm, right? It's difficult. So, and, you, and you'd have to elongate it. So it's mm-hmm. 13 one hours, I assume, Yeah. at least, or 26 half hours. Yeah, I just couldn't. It's, just, I, it's, it's hard. Yeah. I mean... Video games, they have they they tell you that story. Well, it's that one story. I kind of I kind of wonder if you could make a like a horror esque TV series out of Resistance. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, you, you have there, a full, you have a full trilogy to work with for the most part. You'd be better off going but, with Killzone. Killzone, yeah, it's a Killzone be, if you're doing. Something like that. Killzone's the bigger series. I mean, you, you you may be able to get Infamous. Infamous would be good. Because that's the one where, like, you know, like, the side missions. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, you can have, like, hey, this is the main storyline, which there is. Or. You have side missions that you can, you can also, add you as Go to a, a spinoff with the actual Infamous spinoff and everything. Yeah, or, well, not the spinoff, but you can have, like, fillers or you can have, like, the side like character developments as well, how they put into a role. I mean, one of the missions is save save one person or save a lot of people, you know, and the backstory from that, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, you could go with the shirt that Theo's wearing and do a Spider-Man. Party. I mean, like, we do we need another Spider-Man? No, we don't. No. Well, hold on, though. I mean, Speaking I mean of, there's been so many. It's hard. There's been so it's, many. It, 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 just like with the original like Batman animated series, it's hard to beat the original Spider-Man animated series. Yeah. Like all those ones that followed were just so bad. So speaking of Spider-Man, Tom Holland, um, that's the other kind of news that came out of Sony Pictures uh, Entertainment. The CEO uh, Tony uh, Vince Square, uh, Vince Square rather, um, states that Uncharted is deep in development. We know Tom Holland is still attached to the project. Um, Dan Trachtenberg is set to direct. Uh, it is said to be inspired by the events he had as a teenager in Uncharted 3. Mm. Um, Entire Uncharted movie with just young Nathan Drake? Man, yeah. Well, but that's the thing is, though, and then Brian Cranston was, was rumored to be Sully. So... If you, uh, of Uncharted three, if you go off of Uncharted 3, that's him as a, you know, as a teenager when yeah. him and Sully first meet up when he's robbing the, the museum. Yep. Do the Uncharted 3, or you can, yeah. even do, uh, you can even do a little bit of Uncharted 4 with the, the backstory of the brothers. Yep. At that point, Brian you know? Cranston might be a little on the older side to play well, Sully at that, at that I mean, time point. Well, not too much. No. Not, Have you seen him in much. the upside? He's got them wrinkles. Yeah. No. Yeah, I have seen him in the upside. He's not all yeah. that wrinkled or anything like that in that movie. 
Yes, he is. Nah. Yes, he yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, like, it's... That would be a great sell. He has a really good sell like, mm-hmm. mentality. I mean, just... Everyone wants Nathan Fillion. Just throw him in there for, like, a cameo right? as a Come older... On. As an older just, Nathan Drake. Just... Just do it. Don't even, Matt, don't lie. Shout Last out. time we talked about this, you said he's too old. Shut up, Nathan Don't even Fillion, say man. you agree with Shut Nathan Fillion. You to completely do... disregarded it last time. Hold on. I it's Still to say, he would still be the perfect Nathan Drake. However, that being said is, for some of the stunts and everything, like Uncharted 4, I think he is past that mark now. He I mean, you don't have... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, he isn't the, the spry young, uh, you know... Young captain of you know the Serenity anymore. He has the ability to work out and gain some uh, agility back. I mean, you don't need him like you don't need him to be like Jackie Channing the whole, whole movie. You just like hey, have him has that cameo, or like have him roll in and just like oh, we're about to do this again, and like have him mm-hmm. fake yeah. the stunt. Well, I will say bit. this though: yeah. that the short film like- was. The short film he did was awesome, right? Yeah. And it's and there is rumor, yeah. there's rumor they're going to turn that into a digital short series. Yeah. But yeah, like he doesn't have to be like mm-hmm. swinging from ropes every single time we see him. We can just be like, hey, like, yeah, like in that prone position behind something, getting ready, like, oh, not this again, kind of scene he doesn't you know doesn't even be doing stunts like uh at least you have a candor in tomb raider like for being yeah. thrown off cliffs and yeah falling Just out of like planes having, and everything he can he can run he can he can do like some physical things doesn't have to be like this falling off a cliff his, into i would say his physical ocean. prowess would not be required to go beyond what he's doing in the rookie and then he can have a stunt double eh, okay i'll give you that yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, so but yeah, keep keep the young, keep the young, Drake. Maybe do something about an origin story. Maybe lead it into another. You know, here's another thing: is it could be you could do it where it is like the end of Uncharted Four, where he's talking to his daughter about things. You could yeah. have Nathan Fillion doing Drake there, where mm-hmm. it isn't anything, and he's yep. reminiscing about how he met Sully and stuff like that, and that's where Tom. Holland comes into play, so you could possibly do Boom. it that way. True. Boom. So, Boom. Um, you're welcome, Nathan Fillion. Yep. Yeah. Shout outs to him. Shout outs to Nathan Fillion. Right. <laughs> um, now, it's also come out that uh, speaking of first party studios, Sony is still looking at uh, purchasing more studios in order to grow their stable of first party exclusive titles. So, I think. I think it's a good thing because now Microsoft has 13 studios under their umbrella now. Okay. Um, so you can't always rest on Gorilla and Sony San Diego and Santa Monica Studio, um, especially since Quantic Dream, who has made Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and um, Detroit, they're looking to actually go multi-console now especially with the the movement to their new engines. So mm-hmm. you kind of won't have that as a, you know, a selling point anymore. Um, so oh. I think it's I mean, not I, Sony. 
Sony's always put out some good games, and I hope that Sony reaches out to more of the Asian market to pull from them to bring over to North America. Um, a lot of the stuff that, like JR- JRPGs or uh, like adventure esque mm-hmm. type games that are coming out there, they can easily be here now. Like maybe ten years ago. We'll give them that, like, eh, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, ha- the day and day and age now, like, people want to see that, or people want to experience that more. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I feel, at least, because you can go well, through a lot of games just like, oh, I can beat it probably in like about a day or two. Mm-hmm. But the well, JRPGs yeah. gotta grind out. And I think to that point, though, a lot of that might find a, a home on Nintendo before it finds a home on on PlayStation. That's that's why Sony needs to grab that and, first. Well, I think part of it has to do with the fact that they just put into play their sexual content policy, um, and you're already starting to see the effects of that. Um, yeah. You know, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. There's the game that's coming out on the Switch and coming out on the PlayStation, where on the Switch you can grope them and everything, whereas PlayStation made them cut that out in order to be on the platform. So, which I think, which I think is odd to to have to say that because Nintendo's always been the the family console, right? The family friendly. Um, But I think they're, they're targeting the bigger gamers. And I think we'll find out here actually a week from Tuesday on if we are getting a souped up switch or if they're coming out with a switch light. So it'll be interesting with Nintendo. Um, now that being said, um, what do you guys think of Death Stranding? BTF, go first. BTF, <laughs> I, I, it's, I just can't stop being weirded out by every single little thing in that game, and then for things to be reproduced in real life, like that lamp. That you sent us that was tweeted out of the, yeah. the baby and being it was like, no, I, I, I don't need it. This is just weird. I don't want to like like I, I sometimes am a fan of horror games. And I don't really feel like that's going to be too horror esque, but it's still it, going to induce nightmares for me. A lot of people are saying, though, it, it has a heavy Metal Gear Solid feel to it. Really? Yeah, some of the so, some of, and some of the name of the characters and everything. A lot of people are saying that this could very well be like a, a Metal Gear Solid in disguise. Metal Gear but, sucks. But I, you know what? You say I'm gonna, Metal Gear sucks. Is that what you said? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. like, in think, disguise. Yep. Uh, I honestly think it. We got more of the story, right? We know yeah, what yeah. you're trying to do. But I'm interested to see how the interconnectivity in the world plays out because you're supposed to be, you know, other players are playing in the world too. Yeah. Trying to connect things. So I don't know how that, if that's going to be a persistent online game or not. Um, I'm going to get it. For it to not be. I want to see a little bit more in it because if it's always going to be an always online game, kind of like Monster Hunter, I don't know if I necessarily need that. As much as I want to play the game and it's gorgeous, I don't know how much I necessarily need all the interconnectivity. With I don't. It. 
I don't think that kind of play would go well with the storyline of Death Stranding. Like, I, I, I would prefer it being a solo player, heavy on mm-hmm. just focusing on the story. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I mean, it might be a GTA kind of thing. We have a story mode and then an online mode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or you know, I mean, it well, could be very much that you're what you're doing in your story is. I just see people like GTA is like punching another player and stealing their baby. I mean, you, you know, stuff. you know that's gonna happen. You know. Oh, that's so messed up. Uh, Stop stealing my baby. So, <laughs> you know, we were talking about Nintendo a minute ago. Um, you know. Gearbox, the Gearbox head of publishing, uh, John Vignucci, has left after only being a year at Gearbox. Ouch. Because he was handed or given the uh, the job, which he considers a once in a lifetime opportunity at Nintendo to be um, kind of the one that drives developer and publisher relations. Um, and he was previously on the Disney Infinity team. Oh, don't you guys miss I, that? Oh, but Jerry does. Jerry does. Oh. Jerry misses doing laughs. Trying oh. to get um, I, you know, I think that's that's awesome. But it it makes you wonder though. Is he was One he was year. at the company for a year, right? He yeah, left. Was on the Infinity Project. Went to Gearbox for a year, and he's jumping to Nintendo. Yes. Um, the head of Gearbox has said, hey, this is you're doing it for the right reasons and everything like that. Um, that makes you wonder kind of what the state of Gearbox is heading into the re- the, the release of Borderlands 3. Cool. Um, I like think think of the two worlds that he was that he's or think of the world that he was in before he was with Infinity and yep. all those little figurines that you guys love so much. Um, and then he's. I will admit into- that I still have a number of those figurines. Oh yeah, I don't doubt you guys. No, do. I moved and, on uh, to Amiibos. Yeah, exactly. But now <laughs> he's going from Infinity little mini statuettes to maybe Amiibo statuettes. Yeah, I don't know how the Amiibos have been doing. They haven't personally. been doing well. They they yeah. don't release many of them. They just released for Smash Brothers. They just released Ridley, um, Ken. There's one other one, but that's it. They're few and far between anymore. And I and I think Nintendo's doing it in the right way because they're only releasing a couple and they're they're very game specific, but they're not flooding the market. Yeah, um, just, I don't really think the toy game thing is a good industry or an idea. Like I mean, it, 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 was a, it was an idea at first, but I mean like like when they did Star Fox with the whole like full oh, Oh yeah, Starlink. Yep, with the with full like doing everything is your toy. You can buy your weapons or whatever, but it's purely physical and everything. It's, it's yeah, just, I mean like it, it, I equate it to microtransactions that you're trying to get squeeze every little penny out of your consumer. But here's the thing: is though, as long as people like Jerry exist, it's a good idea. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yes. oh Jerry's not here. We can, we can talk smack on him. Damn it, right Jerry, go extinct. Jerry, where? You, you can't what? defend yourself, Jerry. Oh, uh, uh, but I, you got like collectible figurines. Start They're flooding it with be. comments. Yeah, there'll always be a, like a lot of people collecting whatever figurines, whatever. Yeah. 
you know, and I mean, Funko Pops. Funko yeah. Pops. Yeah. It's always going to be. You want to talk about Funko? Always going to be that sad. This this man but, over here is Funko like it is. I'm not. Get every variant I'm not of a that. No, but well, I'm just saying. It depends. But, on, depends on which one. Like Marvel. Like I'm a huge Marvel fan, and I like my my uh, collection so far of Infinity War and Endgame. But that's about it. That's the extent of it. For the but most bringing part. it back though, like you know, you have the Amiibos. That's which he's kind of used to already. You know, like true. It, is Borderlands going to have like a little Amiibo or a little yeah. little collectible? Oh, please yeah. don't. They have, I, but I mean, like, they've had those before, but they no were just toys. pure toys. I mean, they're just toys. There's pure toys. There's just yeah, like, hey, if you're, toys, which is fine. If you want to see it? Cool. I but hate to say it. If Nintendo came to me and said, "Hey, we want to offer you a job," yes, please. I mean, yeah. if Nintendo yeah. offered me a job cleaning the toilets, I'd probably still take it. <laughs> right. Give me a job, Square Enix. <laughs> well. <laughs> You're gonna see. You, you heard him, Square Enix. He's willing to clean the toilets. Give him a job I, cleaning the toilets. Well, <laughs> with his bare hands. And we would like to say on this public service announcement that Jason <laughs> is a fan of Square Enix, and he has never been salty about their release schedule. Yes. Never. Never. Yes. <laughs> never. Never will. Never have. Last for me. <laughs> yeah. So, I. But. I think we're going to have to get Jerry checked into a, an asylum if they do drop anything for Final Fantasy VII at E3. That resembles a date or a demo. No date. No date. No date. I was, I'm still holding him I'm, tight to that he did put out the idea that he would need to purchase some cards if they drop something Final Fantasy VII while he's out there. Because they had, they had those on... In the booth last year, or I last know. time, mm-hmm. that, that's where I got my playmat. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, which I know, don't I, use anymore. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think there's going to be any dates. Uh, if anything, it might be the same trailer. Uh, probably will be the same trailer. Maybe like an extra scene or two. Oh my god! This uh, is the most doubt I've ever heard from Jason related to Square, Square Enix. No, what I'm is going on? Jerry's paying you off, isn't he? <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'm not doubting. I'm just saying what my I feel. I know it's going to happen. You know? I would like to start an investigation into that because yeah, that's not Jason. Anyway, um, I you know I I still think it's a good idea. I mean, let him. Let him live out a, a dream. I mean, honestly, all of us in life have a absolute dream job that if one company came to us and said, I am offering you a job, we would all say yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For me, it would be it would be Nintendo or or Sony right there. Yeah. I honestly want the job where I get paid to not work, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Well, wait. Then you would you would probably be doing. Hmm. Hmm. I was gonna say I don't think you leave, can come up with that job. I would. I would you know, I'd say. I would say leave leave a comment. Find out. Give give Theo a job. <laughs> what that job is. What that job is. Yes, that he could do. Find that job, or 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 offer to pay me to not do something. <laughs> 
<laughs> Oof. <laughs> Um, with, with the exclusion of not doing this show, please. I don't want that in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like doing this show too much. <laughs> so, on another front with in the news, uh, the Overwatch League boss, Nate Nonzer, is leaving Overwatch to go to Epic to help build out their for, uh, the Fortnite esports and competitive scene. Mm-hmm. Do we really need mm. a league and an esports for Fortnite? I, I mean, mean, one, one, if it isn't already there, it will be there. So yeah, that's what his job is. It's guaranteed you know, for that's, Battle if Royale. If that's his job, whether it be Fortnite or not, Battle Royale is going to make it. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, I mean. With esports, yo, like if there is a game that a lot of people will play, there is already either a tournament or a uh, league or some sort of like way to make money each and every every time. Well, I mean, we're going way back to like Counter Strike with MLG. That's way back. They started it. It's gone on for ever to today. If, if there is a game that a lot of people play, there will be a league. And if he's jumping, which I don't like, he's jumping from Overwatch to Fortnite. Um, you know, the Overwatch community has their teams, their leagues already set. If he wants to build the Fortnite community with it, that's awesome. I don't like the personal change, but, yo, that's awesome for him to push it forward. Yeah, great for his career. He, yeah, great for his I mean, career. Already, but I just yeah. don't like it. Sorry, done well, so much with, on, with what we've you know seen reported on with Epic is that all their employees are constantly under crunch time every single week. I I don't know. I mean, it may be good for his career, but it may not be good for his personal health. Um, from a me- mental standpoint, I mean, you're going to a company that is you know pushing really hard. You know, to get things out, get things done. Um, we know what the addiction has been for teenagers and younger kids with Fortnite. So, you know, to his, you know, to his personal mental health, you know, maybe he may qualify for the new uh, gaming disorder disease label um, that the World Health, uh, Health Organization came out with this week. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and you know, to, you know, quote it is like the official description is it, it, the gaming disorders can include the following impaired control over gaming in parentheses, example, onset, frequency, intensity, duration, termination, context. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Well, you, before you keep going on that, let's uh, mm-hmm. count off, see how many we have of these. Maybe it might be me I, as. I don't have impaired control. I mean, I don't have the first one. I mean, okay. I haven't even fired off my PS4, so we definitely don't know. Okay. I don't have it. Right. Um, second is increasing priority given to gaming to the extent that gaming takes precedence over other life interests and daily activities. Mm. Nope. Okay. Nope. Okay. Because there's there's days I just don't fire up either my Switch, Vita, or PS4. Yeah, you know, you got you to be, you gotta be a dad. Yeah, I, feel, I, I mean, like, or sometimes I, like I just don't want to do it. I just want to just chill. Oh. 
like this you know? is definitely going to be mainly children that don't have actual responsibilities. Three is continuation or escalation of gaming despite the occurrence of negative consequences. So I don't, I don't so meet any of those. Quitting? Um, that was once, and that was like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, <Jason? laughs> like no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, that's his count. He's up to one. So do we need to ask the wife about option number three? <laughs> why do I have a feeling that's in there? No, 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 <laughs> no. Uh, it's uh, not negative consequences. None of this. None of that. It's just I, I do play a lot. That's I do play a lot yeah. of online. It doesn't, it doesn't guarantee that there are negative consequences that you do it regardless of the negative consequences. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay. So I'll retract this one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know when you know when it's time to be an adult and you don't fire up your PS4 or your, your PC. Yeah. Yeah. So here's here's the the next following, you know, piece of it is that they're saying that people who are deemed to have gaming disorder run the significant the risk of and this is kind of where we want to start checking off again right the oh, risk of go. significant the risk of significant impairment to their personal family social education or occupational lives um so we all probably know somebody in our lives that fit that right there where such oh, <laughs> <laughs> no that's his obsession with Skylanders <laughs> or Infinity. <laughs> you know? Um, but no, there's there's people that are out there. I mean, honestly, we see videos posted all the time to like the TikTok or TikToks and the Facebooks and everything where you've got kids that are like damaging property, themselves. like Putting holes in walls, you oh, know, yeah. because they're ticked off. Quick, that I love that Matt just said the Facebooks. <laughs> I just want to point that out. just to make sure. the fact that he like kind of showed his age. Granted, he's not dad-ness. old, but dad just said me? the Facebooks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to go? Yeah, well, I'm. Yeah, I mean, I was more thinking in my head as I was listing them off. It's like the TikToks, the uh-huh. Facebooks. <laughs> You know, of the world, right? But like, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel has even started a gaming challenge where he challenges parents to just go turn off the TV while kids are playing Fortnite, and these kids go off. Yeah, you know, and I think that's the problem. And you know, yeah. honestly, part of that's always been there, you know, in gaming for a while, right? Yeah. But you didn't see it truly become a problem until Fortnite. But well, it's because Fortnite's so easy. Uh, I don't know if I was saying. Well, I think the problem is, is that Fortnite. Because you remember the viral video of like the kid going like completely mm. nuts of his dad mowing over his Xbox games. That was way before Fortnite. Well, yeah, no. But what I'm saying is that you didn't really see it really become prevalent until you know really Fortnite. Because honestly, is it's kitty like, so parents don't really pay attention to what it actually entails. Yeah, you got to. Well, they don't pay. T- they don't pay attention because it's free. Yeah, that. Too. Well, yeah. That I mean, too. well, that until their credit card gets charged for a hundred dollars worth of accessories. Quote <laughs> <laughs> um, unquote dance moves. Jeez. Yeah. Um, I I honestly I. 
I think I have to agree with the ES, the uh, ESA, right, who runs ESRB, is that I think doing this under really kind of undermines identifying real mental issues. I think it's literally just parents that just need to say, hey, go outside and here's a basketball, here's a football. You know, like, right? I mean, give them a Nerf gun and then like, hey, Here's a Nerf gun. Nope, Go outside your friends. Oh, too much, sorry. too much violence. Too much was, violence now. Well, here's some like, especially, especially since GTA it, it influences violence. Now you're gonna put a fake gun in their hand? No. Oh my god. <laughs> but I mean, like, that's what I would do it. Like as a kid, like you, you go outside, you play in the street, you watch out for the cars. That's so, it. I mean, Jason. I mean. He, you got to say this, though, is like times are different, though, now. Oh, I mean, like, I, you know, for me as a kid, you know, you just get we could all go out and and play in the street and not have to worry about those things. But nowadays, you know, you've got kids being abducted. You've got, you know, all these things going on. So parents are, you know, using video games as babysitters now, really. Oh, I mean, they really are. Yeah. yeah, you know, I, I, I just honestly do feel that like, yeah, because like I was a kid that was always inside playing games. Um, but when my friends were came over or if my friends said, hey, let's hang out. Yeah, we would go out and just bike around, do stupid mm-hmm. stuff for a little bit, shoot some Nerf guns, you know, nothing too crazy. Mm-hmm. See, that's what's uh, you know, like, get, not, not get away from that get away from. Uh, that exact from, thing that you said, uh, being able to do some stupid stuff, that is so frowned upon in this generation. It is. In general, just doing anything stupid, you automatically get ridiculed for it, even if it's something just fun, like being imaginative or being creative. You just get shut down and gets you away from doing stuff. Because, like, c- come on, like, what, what, like, what kind of. You have to admit the valuable lessons you've learned from the amount of like scabs you had as a kid. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do I, think, <laughs> I think problem is, is that, and I think to, you know, what the ESRB is saying and, you know, to quote their statement on us, it says, you know, the world health organization knows that common sense and objective research prove video games are not addictive and putting that official label on them recklessly trivializes real mental health issues like depression and social anxiety disorder, which deserve treatment and the full attention of the medical community. You know, to that point, though, what Jason was saying is like we all used to go out and play. Right. I mean, on my neighborhood, we used to have, you know, I had one of my best friends growing up it was right down the street. Right. We had a couple of my other friends down the street. You know, we all kind of like we used to do a basketball tour around the neighborhood because we all had hoops and whatnot. So it was kind of like that home thing. It's just that I think nowadays kids don't have that real social interaction right now because kids, you see them younger and younger growing up with cell phones in their hands, constantly texting. They don't know how to carry on a conversation. You know, that's why it's like when you go on the. They can carry on a conversation, but they carry on a conversation through text. Correct. You know? They can't. They can't do it verbally. Well, yeah. so they, can, that they can. They can say things well with knowing that there is little repercussion. Yeah. <laughs> that there yeah. is an, an instant. 
uh, so issue with what they've said. Yes, exactly. And I think that where they where they talk about that video games being addicting, I think it's because parents are use you know car- parents of the the current younger generation, right? They're using video games see. as that babysitter. Just go here. Here's a controller. Go leave me alone. I'm gonna go just be so self indulged in my own life. So. I think this is an attempt to basically put the blame on video games instead of basically being a parent. That's probably I I don't have a kid. Matt, you would probably be the one that's most uh, most identified with this. But, Mm -hmm. you know, like uh, for me personally, you know, like growing up, yeah, you had to go outside. You had to go out to your friend's house because if you wanted to play games, your friend has that game. You have to go to his house yep. or their house, her house, his house, her house, their house over there. Play those games. And like, okay, hey, I got to go home. I got to do my homework. I got to go to bed. Mm-hmm. I'll meet you at school tomorrow. Yeah. Or even, is- even having that interaction at school, like, hey, did you beat that boss yet? Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, come on. My still- friends would come over and we would all play SimCity on the Super Nintendo and work on this <laughs> big, giant city and we'd all take turns. Madhouse. Dude, it was, honestly, it'd be one of those things, even if I wasn't home, they would show up, see if I was home, they'd want to play some Super Nintendo, I'd come in the door, here they are playing Super Nintendo, working on our city. I mean, uh, that's true. the way... Matt comes that, they, couldn't, they couldn't do find your phone and check to see if you're home. Right? We didn't have that. It was knock on the door, man. Um, I do feel that the online, like, just an online presence, because, yeah, like, I don't need to be at your guys's place in order to play now like if i can just call you up which we had phones back then obviously but uh, i can just call you up and be like hey can you go online right now and like we can play some games mm-hmm. and like, now, that's, granted, their, that's the new social mm-hmm. interaction where you're like hey i'm not like i'm not there but i'm there but i, I like right. i like that we can do that with the fact is like i'm here in virginia theo's there in in denver you and jerry are there in long beach you know that at least online gaming gives us the ability to play the games together now that we are adults well, yeah but that's an established um, friendship though yeah like our yeah. first because interaction we were in person well yeah <laughs> i mean honestly would i rather us all be sitting in a room just playing the same game you know Heck, it'd be fun for all of us to sit there and, and play Detroit in the same room and all try to make decisions on how we're going to jack up all the characters. You know, same thing with like Until Dawn, but we're not, and this is what we have. But I think at the same time, is a lot of these kids, seven, eight, nine, ten, they're being given Fortnite as their first thing, first game, or whatever it is. And they have to, you know, that's their social interactions. And that's how they learn to talk because, I mean, honestly, when we're in playing games online, like even Black Ops, right? You'd often wonder, I mean, you'd hear these like little eight year olds just run in their mouth. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm sorry. They're not, they're not going to go over there and no, like punch them in the not. face. Because they if, can't. If my mom had heard me saying that to a friend, oh man, I, I don't even want to know. I, you know, I, I know that for me, I, there'd be some consequences to that. So mm-hmm. uh, I would put a mower to the console. <laughs> Dude, no, did you see the? Uh, did you see the one where the guy took the console? Sledgehammer. No, put it behind a car and <laughs> backed over it. And the guy, they had Good. just had it for like a week or two. But yeah, I mean, like with those 
with those, I fear for the parents, but yeah, like your kid's going to find You're, a way to do this anyway. And in a lot of cases, best advice parents is you are there to be a parent, not a best friend. Yeah. I, a parent. I personally, I, to, in all due respect to parents out there, because being a parent is a hell of a job and it's so freaking hard, but I really feel like massive amount of thought needs to be put in to being a parent first, like before you even <laughs> yeah. try. Now talking about other consequences, um, it was announced over the last week that the Trump administration is proposing adding gaming consoles, controllers, and potentially board games to their new 25% tariff list. Ugh. And this is also on top of they already have AMD and NVIDIA graphics cards on the 10% tariff list. Um, I Honestly, I think this is going too far when you're going after game consoles. Uh, because here's the thing is, is there is, but they're not going to, I mean, they're not bringing the jobs it's, back to the States. Yeah. There's a lot of money in it, which is going to be like, cool, but people aren't going to be starting to pace like 800, $900 for a console. You can't 25% yeah. a lot. That's a lot. But, I mean, but I that's mean, a lot. On the other side, is that necessarily bad for the consumer to actually start saving some money no it's not they wouldn't be saving money it, the, the cost is going to go up because what it is is the yeah the is, cost is going to go up but the consumer is yeah. going to choose not to buy it they're going to save that 800 no, bucks they're, they're going to spend it somewhere they're else not. they're going to they're going to go no they're it. not come on I mean, if come they're on, not man. making the money yeah i mean it's, i honestly i think that Albeit tariffs in some situations are good, and it it has been part of our country's history that we've had tariffs, right? But you know, now that you're going, I mean, board games, really? Yeah, board. You're going after like, you're going after checkers and chess and Clue. That's a little like obsessive. How, that's, that's 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 a little, little much. much. That's a little much. I mean, it's literally nothing electronic in, the in there. Um, no, most of it's in China. Chinese checkers, dude. <laughs> right? <laughs> Why are you going straight for Chinese checkers? I just said checkers. That Matt said China. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, I mean, honestly, though, I I think that you know, do. But the question is too, like with a lot of GoFundMe's, because I'm looking at a lot of GoFundMe's with board games as well. What what about them? Are they going to be tariffed twenty five percent? Yes, they are. Made in the states. No, That's, well, if it's made in the states, no, it's only on anything imported. Imported. Yes. But even still, like, I mean, this is going to hit good stuff. I mean, this is going to hit. I mean, already, you know, Apple, you know, watches, iPads, computers, you know. Is it just electronics or? Well, there's there's a ton of stuff. They're going after yeah. everything. It's anything imported. Anything coming from tariffs. China, pretty much, is tariffed right now. It's a it's a big trade war. But I think. When it comes to the gaming consoles, like, you know, this is something that, you know, gaming, I do think, has a way of the potential to unite in a very positive way. And I, and that's something that Phil Spencer is really pushing for, especially with accessibility. But to go after it and say, well, we need to put this on the list. We need to put board games on the list. You're basically taking away the ability to have social interaction in a 
in a fun environment where everybody's together, unless y'all just want to go bowling and play mini golf. Well, I mean, like that will solve the the video game disorders. You know, going out playing mini golf, playing bowling. No, no it's going to create a black market. You know it. Human interaction. I'm going to sell my human kidney interaction. For, no, 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 no. They're, you're going to find these kids going. I'm going to sell my kidney for a console now. Oh God. You know, it, I just I don't I don't like the news. I, I really don't. I mean, from a game perspective, I think, I think, I think it's, it's going to cause the cost of the system to go up. Yeah, and I totally agree that it is a little overkill to start doing that, especially for a massive consumer product. Is it's just that I I don't necessarily think that it's an an end all for everything. Well, Logitech has said they're going to have to raise prices now to cover this because they even for the the differential on the tariff. It's still cheaper for them to manufacture it, you know, overseas and bring it in versus manufacture it in the States. A lot of that has to do with, you know, with and rightfully so. I think everybody has the right to unionize. I mean, Jason, you were in the auto industry, you know, manufacturing side for a little while. So, I mean, you look at unionization there and whatnot. I think it's. I mean, you look at the cost for things add up when you have to start adding in benefits and, and all of that. So, so let me change the perspective just a little mm-hmm. bit. If the tariff, so tariffs are going to raise the prices, increasing manufacturing and everything like mm-hmm. that. Would you think that that kind of cost for a company, let's say Epic for one, if they needed to, or let's even say EA with the bad rep that they have with treating their employees and cranking crap out, they're not going to necessarily be as uh, prone to cranking stuff out because it's going to be too expensive to manufacture everything. And then you're going to have a little bit more leeway on the games and your employees in order to produce. No, I look at it from this, this perspective is that, um, you look at, look, let's look at Logitech, right? Okay. So it's what? 25, 20, 25 bucks for mouse. Uh, for, for, I mean, like, I mean, for, for cheapest, for? like 10 bucks. All right. Yeah. Jay, so we basic... take, we're not talking about you and your little mouse and keyboard over there and, and whatnot. Uh, if, you I want, mean, if you want just a two button mouse, with a, okay. Up there, two button mouse with a scroll wheel and like back and forth button on the side. You're looking like twenty bucks, right? So say it charge it, it costs sure. you three bucks to manufacture it. Mm-hmm. You've got the shipping to bring it overseas and bulk, maybe okay. two bucks a mouse, right? Right. You gotta and you gotta not worry either. about you know no, packaging and all that. Well, no, I'm just like I'm just rough estimate, right? You sure. still gotta make okay. a profit, right? Because you are yeah, a for-profit you, company. You have to make a profit because you're a company. You exactly. No. You have to. So when you factor in labor and everything else with that as well, you know, all of a sudden, hey, 25% of that product's worth is just gonna get taxed now. So now no. you have to basically you either a lose your profit margin almost entirely. And then take off your board of directors and then all of that and your and your stockholders and everything. Or B, do you raise the price by a couple bucks to pay for it? And then who's ultimately truly paying for it? I'm not denying that that's going to so happen, that prices are going to increase. But I'm just saying that like it's not necessarily completely negative. 
Like there yeah. could be the possibility of good things to happen. Not necessarily like, yes, companies are going to hurt, but like, I feel like to a certain aspect, consumers would not, you don't like if you have, let's say, let's still stick with mouse and keyboards. Everything was imported. You're not going to have the 500 options anymore to pick from. You're going to end up being reduced because outputting so many products is going to increase in everything. You're probably, as a company, you're probably not going to keep risk your profit margin on such a wide variety of things to be bought by your consumer. You're going to end up reducing your selection. You're probably still going to increase your price, but the supply is going to go down, but your demand will probably still kind of stay the same. I wonder, I wonder how much this is going to cause them to go up because I know with like dishwasher or not dishwashers, but washer and dryers, they're already tariffed right now. And the average price for the U S consumer has gone up a hundred bucks. That's, yeah, that's on, on each I, of those. That's where I'm concerned where it's like the really, the let's say $500 plus items. Yeah. That's where Consoles. you're going to consoles. <laughs> that's where you're going to see like really big, like, Video card. That's where you're going to see those big, like, wait a second. Um, I know there's going to be another one coming out in a year. Uh, do I just wait for the next one? But even still, you're still going to have to pay that big that big dollar for it now. Mm-hmm. 25 and is a lot. It's, but it that does, hasn't, that hasn't, it does hasn't necessarily in. always been directly with the tariffs. No, so, I mean, that, that's, that's how it's been over the years. Like, nothing has years, lowered yeah. in price over the years. Well, zero has lowered in price no. over the years. And and we know inflation hasn't kept up with, or job wages haven't kept up with inflation. We know that piece yeah. of it, right? But up until the last year, year and a half, we had the, the free trade agreement with Asia. Yeah. You know, so we had that. So there wasn't tariffs. Goods were able to flow. Um, now all of a sudden, let's start you know tariffing things. So cost of goods are going up. We have, you know, we're not exporting as much anymore because our stuff's getting tariffed. So honestly, I think my concern is this: is how much of an impact will this have on the Xbox and the PlayStation specifically? Because if both of those are using AMD or NVIDIA graphics cards, chances are they're going to get tariffed at thirty five percent. True. Not 25%. Mm. I'm just worried about the digital downloads now at this point. I might go digital. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so far it's not impacting discs. It's just going after cr- consoles and consoles. controllers. And board games. And board games, you know. Don't forget the board games. <laughs> I mean, if it's going to do board games, I would imagine it would affect the disc. Eventually, yeah. It's like, hey, we're going to put a tariff on that. Hey, let's tariff that at 50%. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'd be I would be really interested to hear our listeners opinions on on both the World Health Organization adding the gaming disorder as well as the tariffs on the consoles. Now, I want to see I would love to hear their opinions on how they think that's going to impact things, um, how they feel about those additions. So, um, I mean, I totally agree with you get with what you said with like uh, that. Uh, ESA talking about that it's just adding another label for something to mask something real. Like I feel like yeah. I feel like the the medical community, especially from a psychological standpoint, has thrown so many new names at everything that there's literally 
a condition for mm-hmm. everything. Like I, and, I'm sure there's a condition just for standing. It's, it's somehow negative. <laughs> well, that depends. What? Are you hold on? <laughs> that depends, though, Theo. Are you standing up with a sandwich in your hand with no chair behind you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Because there are evil people with disorders that pull chairs from behind those people. (laughs) Very oddly specific, but it's okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so have you not heard that story, Jason? Have you not heard the story, Jason? So we were we were at our former employer. Uh, He was standing up. His chair was like literally right talking to a coworker. So so we had the we had the cubicles that like face each other. So I was standing, talking to my coworkers. I was having lunch, and then I go to sit down, only to find that I'm falling three feet to my ass and allowing my sandwich in hand to spread all over my chest, and to only (laughs) see this freaking laughing his butt off. For moving my chair. <laughs> and what's funny is I just kept I just walked right behind him, grabbed the chair and put it in the manager's cube right next to him. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it was and I wasn't the only one laughing, but you oh, know Oh yeah, everybody laughed. <laughs> it was it was it was, it was it was it was such a huge thud, like practically the entire customer service floor knew something happened. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not even just our account. The other accounts that were on the floor too. Uh, Well, you know, uh, yeah. To put you guys, to put it back, yeah, you guys. It, Theo. Yeah, you're right, dude. We don't. We don't need another thing that's just like labeling more kids to be. Oh, I'm a video game Hmm. addict. I'm a video. I have a video game disease. Here's my thing: is we know anxiety. Anxiety is a very big disorder, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. That is a legit disorder. So it could be misconstrued that, hey, in order for me to cope with my anxiety, I go and play games. Okay. Right. But but there's also been the the adverse of things that cause you to not being susceptible to anxiety. Oh, absolutely. Like the whole turning off the TV mm -hmm. on Fortnite. Like that's instant anxiety for the kid. But he's never known how to handle it Cope in a healthy it. manner. That's why they freak out. Yeah, and I think that you know, with the anxiety, right? Is what if instead of taking medication, they're able to deal with their anxiety disorder by playing video games, but people consider them being addicted to games and not actually looking at the underlying thing, which is, hey, they're doing it for to cope with their anxiety versus taking meds. You know, I, and I so I, I, I back with the SRB saying um, with that, I think it's just adding another thing instead of actually addressing addressing the the, the, the issue on that. So. Um, so, yeah, as we have one final week before one week. E3, E3 fires up. Oh, um, my God. Yeah. A week from a week from Saturday. Well, actually, a week from tomorrow, really, um, since we're recording Thursday. Thursday, uh, EA fires off EA play. Um, but everything really, truly fires off a week from Saturday. Um, we know Theo just doesn't even fire up his PS4 anymore. Um, Mm. you know, so we won't ask, we won't ask him what he's going to be playing over the next week. Um, but, uh, 
Jason, I'm assuming you're going to be playing some uh, Final Fantasy between now and uh, next week. Um, I mean, yeah, I'll dabble in it. Uh, I want to get ready for the new expansion, Shadowbringers, which uh, they had the uh, the live letter last week. I feel like uh, Jason's version of dabble is like a good 60 hours in the week. Uh, I'd say <laughs> 59. More 59. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No, um, uh, yeah, we just had the live letter last week, so a lot of us are really excited for it. We the media embargo did uh, lift uh, Monday, so we've already had all the class stuff uh, mm-hmm. uh, explained, all the new things that are going off. Uh, you know, I, I I assume with the, without any doubt, I assume I I already know. I'm gonna see what's up to all my people at Square Enix at the Final Fantasy section of the booth. Shoutouts to Aya, Tony, Tony. You did a good job, man. Don't let anybody say anything else differently. You did a good job. You did your best. Uh, does but, anybody yeah. does anybody who regularly works the booth know you by name yet? Yes. Who? <laughs> who? <laughs> <laughs> well. The two I just mentioned, Aya, Tony, uh, Chenna knows yeah. me, but she doesn't know me by name. But she just knows me. She uh, recognizes me. Is she going to be able to? Re- hold she, on. Is she, she going to be able to might, recognize you now, though? Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Like, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know. You need the. You probably, need the you're missing the Thor beard. <laughs> Dude, it was it was it was Please a sad day. Please tell me you at least pulled a Thor Endgame like once and like braided the center. Be all Nordic and braided the center of your beard. I have a picture of my beard braided once. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I must see that. I must. But, uh, you have to under you have to understand our baby face. Uh, he has to he has to live vicariously through you, Jason. Oh. You know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am uh, mustachely inclined. Oh. Uh, for not being able to grow facial hair, but uh, and and to your point, I do plan to be playing something. Granted, not on PS4. I do plan to go and revisit some Destiny 2 for season seven, season of opulence. Yep, for a that, new raid that information so got dropped. Uh, that they're going to be uh, revealing all of that before uh, E3. Right. Yeah, this is June fourth. And I want to say, as we as we close this out, and you know, I'll be playing some more division, but I'm also be playing some knack and um, whatnot. But I want to just say this as we close things out: for a company that is not going to be at E3, Sony sure is making a lot of announcements. Yes, and for not having a, a PlayStation experience this year either. What are you? Yeah. What are you? Playing with your baby rattle over there, Theo? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> My little maracas. Your little maracas. All right. So, everybody, I want to um, please, you know, make those comments. You know, let us know what you think about, you know, the World Health Organization, what you think about the tariffs and everything. Um, I personally want to thank everybody for crashing game night with us. Uh, if you like what you heard, as always, let us know. You know, make the you know hit those like buttons, hit those subscribe buttons on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on right now. Um, 
I want to say also, please go follow us on the Apple News channel um, and check out the website because we are posting a lot of articles right now um, about E3. um, And those are just going to become a little bit more frequent um, as well as start kind of looking towards our YouTube channel because we are going to be going YouTube live from the show floor at E3. Oh, you guys will. I'll be saying, what's up at Square Enix? Just kidding. No, no, no. We'll come walking over. <laughs> just we'll, like, as hey, we say pass by. Hey. And we're going to have the, the, you know, the, uh, the Jason Final Fantasy 14 round counter on how many times he goes through the line. Hey, how many shirts I get. It's not how many times I go through. It's how many shirts I get. Are they going to do a shirt? That way we get a, a ratio okay. of success. They are. We'll so do both. We have a battle count, challenge count of times in the line and count of shirts. Who's so the do, ratio of success? Do you have any inside knowledge on who the the uh, character is going to be on the front of that challenge shirt? Uh, the, uh, what it's supposed to be actually is uh, I'm going to say it wrong. Titanica. It is uh, going to be the new uh, primal for Shadowbringers. She hmm. is a butterfly lady. And okay. Go. I, I've gone. Going for the world first. Going to try for that world first, bro. Alrighty. So I gotta well, assemble my team. Will you be the world first, though? I mean, you'll be a little late in the line. That's true. I'll be a little late in the line. Uh, I'll be uh, world probably, first gamer pass. I, I don't know if they had it out at the uh, Sony uh, media press release, but. Uh, I mean, we could all we could always just make you like a temporary like uh, fake ID, and you can pull off being Theo Walski for the day, so you can get in early. <laughs> nah, what I'm just gonna. Is this super bad? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. right. He could pull off McLovin. <laughs> now with with this with this clean face now. Talking about he had a major baby face. <laughs> All right, I, you know what? With that, everyone be excellent to each other. Stay frosty. Have a good night. Roll them d twenties, everybody. Roll them d twenties. Jason. Oh my god! You rolled you a one. Was... You botched your roll. Now hand me. I always gotta give the botched roll, man. <laughs> Give me the critical. Give me the critical, man. <laughs> yeah, no critical. The boss just crit you because you botched the roll. <laughs> All right, guys. Good night.